Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience to help make your life a little bit better. Today's episode is called How to Become Another Person. Growing up, many of us feel like we only have a few options of how to live our lives. Like there's this list of things that we need to check off to in order to be happy. There's certain careers that are acceptable, certain kinds of people we should date and marry, goals that we're expected to obtain in order to live life correctly. And often we get stuck in thinking that we have just a few choices in life and that's just how it's supposed to be. But what if your life could be different? And what if you viewed yourself as something that you get to create and that you get to become someone that you admire? So I want to ask you a question. Are you living the life that you want to? If you aren't, well, how do you create big changes in your life? Today I want to talk about the idea that rather than simply growing and getting better little by little, what if you transformed yourself into something completely different? We're not given a short life, but we make it short, and we are not ill-supplied, but wasteful of it. Seneca Why does it seem that changes that we want to make in our lives take far longer than we think they should? Often we just get by by making small and minor adjustments in our lives. we found a way of living that works for us, and we don't really want to upset things. We're fat and happy, as they say, and don't want to upset our comfortable lives. We're stuck playing it safe rather than transforming our lives and growing into the person that we want to become. But when we think about it, can we consider this growth? To me, this sounds just more like maintenance, like we're keeping an old building running with minor tweaks. And for me, this is coasting. This is playing it safe. And I think for many of us, there are periods of our lives where we get complacent. We're comfortable, and for many of us, I, this is fine. Or is it? I mean, what if you get to the end of your life and you see some of the opportunities that you could have taken, which would have made a dramatic change in your life and the lives of others, but because you sought comfort over change, you let those opportunities go? While incremental change is good and helpful, if we want to be greater than we are, we need to change who we are as a person. 
we have chances all throughout our lives to step up and become someone far better and far greater than what we currently are. I made a prosperous voyage when I was shipwrecked. Zeno of Citium. Zeno of Citium was a wealthy merchant, and he was also the founder of the Stoic School of Philosophy. Now, on a voyage in his 20s, he survived a shipwreck where he lost a great fortune. He ended up in Athens, and while trying to figure out what he should do next, he was introduced to philosophy at a local bookstore. Now, Zeno was so taken with the description of Socrates in Xenophon's memorabilia, he asked the bookseller where he might find a philosopher along the same lines as Socrates. Crates of Thebes, the most famous cynic living at the time in Greece, happened to be passing by the bookstore at this time. The owner of the bookstore introduced the two, and Zeno became a pupil. Now, while Zeno could have bemoaned his fate, he took the opportunity of a clean slate to make a radical change in his life and become a completely different person. It's his teachings and his ideas around the ideas that created Stoicism, and these ideas have resonated throughout history, and humanity has benefited because of his willingness to turn adversity into a life-changing opportunity. The universe has changed. Our life is what our thoughts make it. Marcus Aurelius Now, as we all know, the brain's main job is to keep us safe and alive. If something isn't threatening us or is dangerous and we're comfortable, then it makes it very challenging to step up and change. Our ego will create all kinds of resistance, make all kinds of excuses, and even self-sabotage because it wants to keep us safe. Now, the kind of change that I'm talking about is changing who you are at a core level, and your ego will certainly feel the fear that comes with this. This is changing your identity. It's about letting go of who you think you are at this very moment so that you can become who you're supposed to be in the future. And the tighter that you hold on to who you are and defend who you think you are, the harder it will be to become this better and more evolved person. Now, this type of change takes a willingness to be fearless and step into the challenges so that you can learn and you can see the obstacles not as things to be avoided, but as the very things that will strengthen you and make you even more resilient. It's a willingness to upset the status quo and to give up the good so that you can get to the great. Doing what you have always done will only get you more of what you've always gotten. The kind of change that I'm talking about is transformation, not growth. Transformation comes about when we decide that we want to be a different person rather than just trying to be a better version of who we are. And the crux of this idea came from this quote from Seneca, where he says, If you really want to escape the things that harass you, what you're needing is not to be in a different place, but to be a different person. Now, like Zeno, sometimes changes are thrust upon us through circumstances or the actions of others, and it's important that we find ways to step up and face what life sends our way. But what if I told you that you could decide to change who you are at any time? That you don't have to wait until calamity strikes in order to decide to make a big change in your life. You can choose at any time to change who you are and become a far different person than who you are now. So why don't we do this? Why don't we change ourselves more often? Because we get comfortable. Because we get stuck. Because we think that life is just supposed to be the way that it currently is. We forget that we can choose at any time to become someone different. But in order to become an even better person, we have to let go of who we currently think we are. And that's scary. We have to question our own identity. We have to question our own belief systems of what we think is true and who we are. All of that is so that we can become someone greater. But you might be thinking to yourself, 
Well, the Stoics teach us that we need to accept life for how it is and that we should learn to be happy with what life gives us. And yes, this is absolutely true. But it does not mean that they are mutually exclusive. You can be accepting and happy with what life gives you and still want to step up and become something greater. In fact, we need you to become the best version of yourself and contribute to the world in a positive way. We evolve as a species by being willing to step up and not just find comfort and pleasure, but by trying to improve the world for as many people as possible. The greatest discovery of my generation is that a human being can alter his life by altering his attitudes. William James So how do we make these changes? How do we become this better version of ourselves? This is something I'm still trying to work out, but here are a few ideas to start with. The first and most important thing you need to understand is that you are allowed to do anything that you want to in your life. Now, when I say this to people, I'm often met with very shocked expressions. The idea that we are allowed to choose for ourselves is one of the scariest and most powerful ideas that we can internalize. From birth, many of us are not taught this lesson. We're given a list of a few choices and of how we're supposed to live, and we think that's just how it's supposed to be. But the thing is, is that's a false choice. You don't have to choose from that list. You want to know a secret? You can make your own list. And to be honest, it took me decades to truly understand this. And whether it's through our families, our church, our culture, or the media, we're always being given subtle and not-so-subtle messages about what we're allowed to do with our lives. When I was a church member, I felt like I could only do things that were okay with church doctrine. I felt so powerless because I didn't feel like I was in control of my life. Once I left, I realized that I was the only one who could decide how I wanted to live. Now, when I say you can do anything you want, there are obviously a few caveats. We need to remember that we are not able to choose or control our circumstances. We are not able to choose the outcomes or consequences of our choices. We need to remember that we can only control our thoughts, our choices, and our actions, nothing more. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. Alan Watts The next step is to spend some time really getting to know who you currently are. And I know that sounds kind of funny, because if anyone should know you, it's you. But the truth is, we all have blind spots. And most of those come from our ego. We will often ignore or change our interpretations of things so that we're comfortable with ourselves. We'll downplay things that might make us look bad and put more weight on things that make us look better. Now, getting to know yourself is challenging because it's very uncomfortable. And it's very uncomfortable because you need to take a clear and honest look at yourself. And this is where accepting yourself for exactly who you are can make a whole world of difference. You'll have to practice letting go of judgments about yourself and try to be just as factual and compassionate as you can. And a good way to get help in this area is to ask somebody you trust to be honest and blunt with you. Now, one thing to keep in mind as you work through this process of self-knowledge is that your past does not equal your future. Just because you did something in the past or something happened to you in the past does not mean that you will be the same in the future you can decide to let that shit go and recognize that who you were in the past is exactly that, who you were in the past and not who you're going to be in the future. Now, once you've taken time to understand and get to know yourself, the next step is to identify who you want to be. 
What kind of values and attributes does your ideal you have? Are you kind, thoughtful, generous? What kind of behaviors do you have? How are those behaviors and attributes different than who you are now? What kind of thought patterns does this future you have? I would suggest that you take some time to write a future autobiography of this new you. You only need a few pages, but try to create as detailed a portrait of this person and their character as you can. The more details you have, the easier it will be to imagine this future you and act like that future you. Being able to have a clear and in-depth profile of this person will give you something to refer to over the next few months as you work to become this future version of you. Once you've taken the time to envision this new you, take some time to think about what you could do to help yourself take action to become this person. When you create a to-do list for the day, think about what things this version of yourself would do. Do they get up early? What kind of things do they eat? What kind of books do they read? Try to be as detailed as possible. Now, once you embark on this path of becoming the new you, be sure to take time and reflect back at the end of each day. Are the actions that you're taking beneficial for you? Are your ways of thinking helping you to become this kind of person? Are the people you're spending your time with helping you along your path, or are they hindering you? Are you creating habits that help you along this new path to the new you? There's a lot that goes into who we think we are and the role that we play in our lives. Often we get stuck in patterns of thinking which hold us back from becoming the person that we want to be. Sometimes, rather than just making small incremental changes, though, we need to change our whole belief system and become another person. The Stoics teach us that the most powerful tool we have is our perspective. This is the lens through which we view the rest of the world and give meaning to the events in our lives. When we decide to see the world through the perspective of the future version of ourselves, that's when we can make significant progress in a very short amount of time. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening.